Hey, fellow warriors. Welcome to the Azar Mindset Podcast with your host, Altamese Nicole. She's an award-winning founder to the Azar Agency, a philanthropist, mother, daughter, and friend. Here with the Azar Mindset Podcast, we cultivate a safe space and community to be inspired by women worldwide that strive to be the best version of themselves boldly, softly, and unapologetically. And Azar is a warrior created to help. So let's begin to help one another in family, fun, faith, life, and love. Hello, and thank you for joining yet another episode of the Azar Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Altamese Nicole, and I am so excited to have this conversation with my girl, Candice Nicole. Oh my gosh, y'all. She is absolutely phenomenal. Candice Nicole is an award-winning publicist who graduated from Morgan State University. She's a full-time entrepreneur, the the owner of Candice Nicole PR, Public Relations, for those of you all who do not know, the creator of Women Who Hustle Network, Respect the Publicist, and a slew other of other things in the works. Um, She is also, uh, she's been in PR for over 10 years and she has worked with top talent in music and entertainment, including Spike Lee, Music Soul Child, and many, many others. So Candice, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. I love you all. I love you too. I love you too. (laughs) So, oh my gosh, we met what, 2019, 2020? 2020. 2020. When yeah, we met at, in 2020. At, at that event, and we just connected. Clicked. Yeah. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Instantly. And then we met up for like a work session. Mm-hmm. Where did we go? Was it Charlotte? No, I think it was somewhere in South Carolina. Was I think it Columbia? Was, it might It might have been. It might have been. Was it it might have been Columbia. Yeah, it might have been Columbia. And like one of the things that I absolutely loved about you immediately was your authenticity. Like you were very honest, very real. And you were just like, okay, Ultimate, you know what? It's time for my business to scale. And I can't do this by myself. So girl, let's do this together. <laughs> and we did. We absolutely did. But one of the things that I also noticed about you is your resilience. Like... You've been through some things mm-hmm. and it actually like is a, an amazing story of how you started the company, why you started the company and like what got you to the place of scaling. So talk to me a little bit just about your background and like how you started CNPR anyway. Yeah. So um, how can I make this like a short story? <laughs> Girl, go ahead. So- but it's it's a fun story too, I would say. Um, so our anniversary is June twentieth. Um, it was two thousand seven that CMPR was born. Um, Candace is my first name. Nicole is my middle, and I always just thought it was dope. And so when I needed to, you know, create a name, I said it's going to be Candace Nicole PR. Period. Um, period. And just you know, and just went with it. Um, it started in Love Nightclub. I know I'm probably like dating myself. Oh my god! I used to love love nightclub. We used to come from Richmond, from VCU, to go to Love because it was absolute like we didn't have no clubs like that in Richmond, so we would drive to Love. No, I didn't no. know you worked there. So I was a promoter there, and um, let's see, because I finished with my school, like with my work, December '06 at Morgan. Mm-hmm. At the time, they did not have uh, winter graduations. And maybe like two years after I, you know, finished, they started to add that. So I didn't actually like graduate until um, May 2007. So I was like, okay, well, as I'm waiting to graduate, I'll become a promoter. Um, And so I got to know club owners, managers, other promoters. And then I just said, okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to start the business. My girlfriend in high school was a singer. And so I'm like, okay, you're the singer. I'm the publicist. And it started that night, you know, June twentieth in in DC. And so my background is in entertainment and music. Uh, I want to say now, 
I spent maybe like eight or nine years in that space, like only. And then when I decided that I wanted to go full time with CNPR, so probably like eight years, um, because it'll be like eight years of doing CNPR full time, but 16 years of having the, you know, the company in June, actually this month um, for me. And I said, you know what? I have other interests. I didn't want anyone to just pigeonhole me, just go to Candace for music. And I'm like, no, there's other things. Like I started to get into um, just like my health and like losing weight. So I'm interested in that. Uh, I love everything beauty. I love fashion. I'm into tech. We use our phones all the time. So it was just a lot of different industries that I wanted to wanted to get in. And so I just started to branch out with, you know, the clients. And I always feel like in PR, all of our skills are transferable. Um, you just got to research, <laughs> honestly. And what people, Absolutely. What are your contacts in the fashion industry? Yeah, we know people there, but that doesn't have anything to do with how we'll be able to work with that client. Because right. as Altamese, you know, it is definitely a revolving door right now when it comes to media. So just because yep. we talked to new Jen over there, the beauty editor, she's probably has been at like two or three other places by now, especially when yep. the pandemic hit. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, it's about research and know that we can find a contact over here. We can find them over here as well. So yeah, so, yeah. most of the publications, they no longer hire full time anyway. They hire no. freelancers like mm-hmm. writing contributors and often writing contributors, they write from multiple publications, not just one. And then they hop all over. So like one month mm-hmm. they was one publication and then two months later they're gone mm-hmm. and they write for someone else. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it really is. It's an interesting industry for mm-hmm. sure. It for is. Sure. It is. Did you always know you were being PR? Uh, no. No, no. When growing up, I used to want to be an astrologist. Actually, I was fascinated by the solar system. <laughs> was I? Yeah, low-key and nerd, I guess. You know, um, I had a. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I love I, it. Yeah, I had a telescope and everything. Um, <laughs> I did, and then I fell in love with photography in high school. Mm. And I said, this is it. I can tap into my creative side. I can actually develop film. And you guys, this is why I graduated high school in 02. So this is, I want to say maybe like 99, 2001, when I was, you know, in um, the photography classes and we were Mm. still, um, you had to like develop your film. Like you were loading film in there. It wasn't like this chitter chat about digital. Um, Right. And so I was like, okay, I want to become a celebrity photographer and my niche was going to be black and white. I absolutely love black and white. And I don't want to hear it. When people started talking about digital, uh, you know, cameras. I'm like, I don't want that. I love being able to just upload my film. And it's very therapeutic of being yes. in the dark room, which oh, is. Oh, the dark room is amazing, girl. So yeah. Candace, mm-hmm. I did the same thing. Really? In high school. And I wanted to do photography. And I fell in love with it. And then when everything went digital, I literally was, I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, what? Yeah. I was, I I actually was kind of hurt, hurt by it. And I gave my camera to my cousin. It was like a 35 millimeter camera. And it was like, I think I paid like $300 for the camera. And you remember the, uh, the light that you had to buy for it? Oh. And that was like an additional like two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh. yeah. but I loved the process, like that yeah. dark room. You're right, like it was so therapeutic in there, mm-hmm. like. And you guys, dark. like you never actually like develop film. It's you know okay, you you take mm-hmm. your pictures and everything of the sort. You have to make sure you know you wind it, then you pop it open because you want to make sure nothing yep. is you know make sure it's wind wound up. And then you have like this small bucket and you put your your canister in there and then yep. you start putting, you know, um, uh, you put it like within the, the black bag itself. And then you actually are trusting yourself. You have to learn how to touch, you know, everything. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing process because you have to, you're not touching the negatives as you yes. then roll it on this like roller, I'm trying to explain. 
And then you have to like move it a stick. Ultimately, see is what I'm doing now. You have to roll it in, your, in this bag, y'all. You're not looking at it because if you expose it, all your stuff. Is yes. Out. Look, so if you expose it to light too early, yes. So it, you, had to you lose there, everything. Put the top back mm-hmm. on, you know, and then you take it back out. Then you take it to the seat, and then this is when you start with your solutions, with your fixer, and everything of the, of the sort to start that development like process. It's just a whole thing, you guys, and. But you know what? Talking about it right now, I could see how like that process mm-hmm. applies to Good. what we do now. <laughs> it takes time, like you said. You can't expose it to the light too soon. Yeah. I know you. I know you want to see this image, but you need right. to let it right. show a little bit. I know you want to be in in essence, but mm-hmm. it's too soon. And I, I, I know. I know you want to be an entrepreneur.com. It's too soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't yeah, do it. You, it's too soon. It, you have very specific steps. And yes. if you skip over one of, well, you know, one of them, it's, it's going to put you back. Yes. And perhaps it's going to dismiss everything that you, that you've worked on because you were mm. so much focusing on trying to be in, in a rush um, to get to your, say like North star and so um, going into Morgan, I was a photographic media major. I had, you know, declared that. However, as you know, with all these prerequisites in, um, in college, I was like, look, you know, I love the arts, but I'm not the best drawer. And yeah, I need to change my major. And so went back to the catalog. And that's how I got into PR of communications, because I saw that you can um, apply that to different industries. Yes. Because at the time I was like, no, I just don't want to do radio. Pr-. And now I know looking back, I could have done whatever I wanted to do. But at the time, what it looked like there, if you're doing radio production, you're doing radio production. If you're right. doing journalism, it cross over. Exactly. And I said, well, right. PR, I can do in like all these different industries. And lo and behold, it just, it became my, my passion of storytelling, which I've always loved to read, always loved books. I was the kid that... My mom would take me to the bookstore and I would sit on the floor reading books. I was, mm-hmm. I love when it was scholastic time mm-hmm. in elementary school. Yeah. Run all the books up. Like I need mm-hmm. this one. I need that one. And <laughs> I was, yeah. Yes. Okay. So you said something really interesting when we were talking about, you know, it being too soon and you have to go through that process. What? experience do you have that looking back you realize that was that was your developmental process and had you not gone through it it probably would have been too soon yeah um definitely my my breakup and this was like a Mm. big breakup for me it happened february 2019 um now yes i started the business in, in 2007, but I worked at BET, Fox 5, you know, during during that time. And then, you know, um, I was full time with CNPR as, you know, when this breakup uh, occurred. However, as it was almost like three years, like three and a half years with this person, it had gone mm-hmm. into where I discussed everything like mm-hmm. with this person. Um, mm-hmm. And looking back at it i don't think i would have had a certain like breakthrough with truly understanding my personal capabilities if that breakup did not occur right Mm -hmm. i feel like they were definitely um wanting to dim my own light um there was like an age difference there was a lot of different things there of where i was good I've been doing this. I had my network, you know what I mean? So I'm like, shine on with what he wanted to do. It matched. We just, you know, we gelled. It made sense when it made sense and when it didn't, it didn't. And so I go back to to that. I, I know the, the question was, you know, something happening like, you know, too soon. But that is something that was very big that yeah. happened in my life of where it set the tone. It yes. set the tone. And also it reminded me of um, that 
not everyone that you feel at the time, right? That's on like this journey with you mm-hmm. is meant to see the other side of the journey with you. Yes. If that makes sense. Um, because yes. I think in that, when I ran my numbers, that first quarter of 2019, I think I made like $10,000. What? How mm-hmm. was I surviving? Like what, what was going on? And I'm like, I'm not tripping. Like, are these the numbers? No, it was, it was the numbers. And that year I made all the bulk of the money and I ended up making $94,000 ultimates in 2019, which was amazing for me um, because I made that the last seven months of the year, let's just say. Mm. Like the last like seven months, like it came. Um, and was like, this all during your process of healing? Yes, it was. And mm-hmm. like maybe three months after like the breakup, it was it was May 9th. It was May 9th, 2019. I remember the day. Um, I got awarded my first five-figure contract. Mm-hmm. The huge brand that I negotiated. Right? And I said, girl, I said, you you were always going to be successful inevitable like I was having in me right however I said this man was not supposed to see this money he wasn't it was always there waiting for you but he just Mm -hmm. he was not meant to see it because it would have became our money Mm -hmm. still just would have been it just it was different it was just a different experience of you know, being awarded that contract myself that I, you know, that I negotiated um, and just everything just kept on, kept on, kept on going. And I was able to, to tap in, you know, into, into myself. I would say of things about happening too soon, man, I, I I feel like, I don't know, stuff happens on the daily of where I'm like, whoa. I now get it, right? Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. why um, certain contracts that our people like are referring us to, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you would have loved to have been doing this five years ago, but where were you five years ago? Right. You didn't have a team. You Not wouldn't ready. be able to put in for this RFP. You wouldn't be able to say that you can um, meet the deliverables, the expectations of this because you were still doing it solo dolo. Right? right. So I feel like, and even that's on the business side, I believe even on the personal side of it, like when it comes to just, you know, love, I would have loved to have been, you know, married by now, 39. And I'm like, where is my husband? Uh, <laughs> however, I have to be honest with myself. Of, you know what? You're a totally different woman. Like, like my early, <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. Looking back at that, girl, I might have. I don't think it wouldn't have worked. Like with my ex-fiance when I was in college, um, yeah. no, I know for a fact I like would have been divorced in my twenties, probably mm. with like, three children. Yeah. Like we, we talked about how many kids that we wanted, and it's nothing against yeah. anyone if they found themselves in that situation. I just know of who I am now, and just that situation. I just know mm. that's what have what that's what it would happen. And I know deep in my heart, my my desire, my prayer is that when I do get married, that's my person. Like yeah. that's that's what it is. And I've you know, my mom and my dad, they divorce, so I understand it happens. And sometimes it happens, it's totally fine. Um, but I do know that there are certain things now when I come in contact with certain people, I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> That's why. Because <laughs> also, I was, that's right. it. I want to do what I wanted to do. That was it. Right. Admitted that to one of my girlfriends. I'm like, you know what? Nah. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I wanted yeah. to travel when I wanted to travel, turn up with my girlfriends, not answer to anyone. So I just had to be But you honest. know, again, I was just about to say, let's be honest, right? Yeah. In that season, in that moment, you probably were like, you're probably like, I want this to work. Yeah, I want, yes, yes. Like, I want this to work. And it hurts that it's not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, take us there for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you 
like that process of healing that we talked about, how did you heal through it while building your company at the same time? Yeah, that was wild um, because it was only a few people that really knew like the nitty gritty of what that person put me through um, just mentally. And when I tell you it was a cluster of just so much of just trying to extort um, me for money. Like it's so much stuff like family got involved and all along I'm doing this full time. Right. And we legit had clients that I remember I was like, I feel like for maybe like three months, I really didn't have like an address because I was traveling. I was going back home to like Maryland, D.C. so I could be loved on by my family and my girlfriends. But then I have to jet out to Chicago because clients have a huge interview here. And the next week I'm going to New York because they have a huge interview there. No one like knew what was like going on during that time. Um, and then when I would come back to Charlotte, I was either staying at like my my uncle's at his property, he had a apartment on on his you know on his property. I would be there or be at my auntie's house, of uh, where she has like two levels, and so I had like the up the upstairs. And it was crazy because her and my uncle they moved here December 2018, and then I was in their home like you know, February, March, April timeframe, like healing. And I'm like, man, God knew, God knew that he needed y'all to be here in Charlotte for me. Um, And so even like going back to her house, you know, someone may say like, oh, is it sad? No, it brings me so much joy as like those gates open and I drive back to her home because they gave me so much space to heal. They allowed me to cry. You know, they made sure I was, you know, I was fed. Um, but also just, just left me be, you know, and mm-hmm. we're here if you need us, you know, you need to talk. And I just had to dig deep um, during that time. Um, I had to get back to myself. There were actually things that I didn't realize of where that person had created like a complex for me, um, just around just myself of, you know, um, yeah, well, you know, you'll put up, put on all your makeup and everything when you're out. But then, you know, I, I come home and, and I'm like, I mean, it's, you should look at it as like, it's an honor, it's a privilege to see me naked face. And I'm out there with my makeup, like, that's my brand that I'm working. I'm, I'm networking. Right. But let's be clear. When we go out, I always look nice. Like, what do you want me to look at Barbie doll until you come home from a gig, like at two, three in the morning every night, that's not going to happen. Right. Um, and I think during that time I did, I think I started like a, a hashtag naked face challenge, like on my IG mm. of what was showing up and I was naked face and I pushed myself every day to do that. It was part of my healing process ultimately. Um, was because I was like, no, I'm good showing up here with this make a face. And this is what y'all going to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it really made me feel some type of way. Of, right. You know, when you see someone, when you see a woman in her bonnet, you see a woman in her, all, all her imperfections and the rosacea in the morning or whatever it is, like, it's a privilege that you see that. That means that she trusts you. Yes. She trusts you and that she, you know, and this is, this is her, all of her, you know, like showing her. So it was um, it was a challenge, but I definitely had to dig deep um, because at the end of the day, I, I was doing this full time, and I was like, "Girl, you need to tap back into who you were before. You already been doing this. You already been making money, right? It was nice you had that person you could bounce ideas off of, whatever. But you need to get back to trusting yourself." And you know, got back on my feet. I um, decided to stay in Charlotte. That was a big decision. Everyone's like, "Oh, are you moving back home?" I was like, "No." Um, I'm gonna let some man run me out of his city. Absolutely not. Right. No. And um, and so I got my uh, one bedroom apartment, and you know moved moved in, and I was just like so proud of myself. Got like a new bed. It was it was my thing. And then I said, all right, girl, you're gonna work your butt off, and you're gonna like move on up, you know, to the east side. 
And I did just that. And in 2020, March 2020, I moved in to a you know luxury apartment. It has elevator, yeah. and I have garage here. I've worked yeah. my butt off for that, you know. Yes. And that's what I I did for myself. I applied for this in my name, and then even in 2020 December, that I gifted myself like my my dream car. Um, yes, I still remember <laughs> when you yeah. got your dream car because I remember you being like Altamese. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like Altamese girl. Let me tell you, it's like a difference when you pull up. Yeah. And I was like, are you, I was like, wait, what? And you were like, I'm telling you, it's a difference. Like people treat you differently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at that time, I was like on the, like kind of thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I was yeah. like, maybe. And then I was like, I don't know. But I remember your conversation. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying, listen, just do it. Yep. Just do it. She said, because the reality is every single day you're reminded, like, I work my ass off to get this. Yes. And I'm going to work my ass off to keep it. (laughs) And like, yeah, Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. It turns into like, it's a responsibility. It was a gift to myself and it was a double, uh, you know, like super gift because I purchased that vehicle in my name. And those of you who are tuning in that are full-time entrepreneurs, you already know. When you can get stuff in your name, like serious. I remember they be disrespecting people who are business owners. Do you understand? Let me say it's disrespectful. Disrespectful. Before that, my mom had to be a co-signer of it, and I'm like, "Yo, I can pay this note. (laughs) Like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Wrong. So the fact that I did that on that type of vehicle on my own, um, yeah. But again, that 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 season of where you're having to heal as best as you can. However, you still have this business to run. It is a challenge. But I would say looking back at it, I think I think I did pretty pretty good um, at at that balance. Um, but definitely is kudos to my um, my support system as mm-hmm. well. Like they were they were there for me like whenever I, you know, I needed them. What what kept you from isolation? Did they initiate or did you reach out? Um, I wanted, it might've been like both. Um, I just knew, I just knew I could not be alone uh, mm-hmm. because I definitely would have just gone down like this rabbit hole. And I just could, I just, I didn't have the capacity, like even because of what was going on with that person, I was like, I've got to get out of here. And that's the thing. And that's why they were like, so are you moving back? Like, I was like, I need to get out of here. He doesn't need to know where I am. Like, you can keep guessing, like, whatever the situation. I just needed to actually get out of Charlotte, like, at that time. So I was like, let me yeah. let me go back home. Um, and then my girls, of course, like, oh, we're going out. We're, we're going to dinner. We're, you know, yes. we're whatever. Of course, my mom just reminded me that I am, that I'm amazing and that everything is going to be okay. Um you know, was, was that, you know, my, you know, just having people around you that will just listen to you, but also people who are going to hype you up too. Like, no, nah, I need you to remember who you are. Yes. Like you started this business. You're going to be good with this business. Like you, you need that. You need that. So if anyone like, and I heard you say that to yourself, like yeah. you had the conversation with yourself mm-hmm. to be like, girl, that's not what we're doing. No. That's not what we're doing. Because yeah, that's yeah. not yeah, yeah. that's not that's not me. And I always said that uh I would never let a man get in the way of making my money. Mm. I Can could you be just say that one more time. <laughs> I, I would never let a man get in the way of me making my money. As sad as I was, this is not gonna crumble down because it's a man. Mm. Candace, girl, what? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He was not there when this seed was planted mm. in me to grow, mm. to water, to nurture. He was just came along, you know, the journey and see you later. Exit. Right? Right. And I'm gonna keep keep going. And that's and that's what I did. Um 
yeah, I've always felt that way. I was like, no. <laughs> and see, like, in my situation, he helped plant it. Mm, he helped okay. plant the seed. But I think that was the purpose, mm-hmm. right? That was the sole purpose. Mm-hmm. And when you identify that, like, there are times when you have relationships in your life that are for a season, yep, for a specific purpose, or for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay if you identify that the person's season is up mm-hmm. or their purpose is fulfilled. Yeah. Like, and in my situation, after he planted the seed, it was as if the seed was competition because it was mm-hmm. growing. Ooh. So Ooh. instead of encouraging it, mm-hmm. I literally out girl, I remember I would have to, I would have to charge my phone downstairs. Mm-hmm. I would leave it downstairs at like eight. Um, I remember I went on vacation one time and like he wanted me to completely unplug as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, completely unplug. I'm going to say this shit hit the fan with Mm -hmm. a client as we were leaving. Mm. And my operations director, like I literally started to cry. And I was like, I, I promised I wouldn't be working. And my operations director said, you know what? Go, go. Leave. It. Don't touch your laptop. Go. I got it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But like, it was in my head the entire time. And I knew that he was looking to be like, oh, you going to work? So I was like, oh. and I had to get to the place where I say, you know what? It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay that you encouraged me to start it. And you're a part of that story. Right. Of saying, like, instead of, you know, asking for a seat at a table that wasn't created for you, why don't you just work on the one that you've already started building on your own? Mm-hmm. It's okay that you're a part of that. It's also okay to identify when the assignments no longer align. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I had to grieve the idea of what I thought mm-hmm. it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. To accept what God said it really was. Mm -hmm. And in order for me to have the fulfillment of what he said it really is, I have to let go and I have to release because the purpose was fulfilled. Yep. Yep. It was fulfilled. And we have to get to a place where we're okay with that, right? And absolutely. Yeah. And just understanding, like, Everybody's not going to be on the journey with you. No. Even the people who vow (laughs) and say, I'm going to be there no matter what, forever and ever. Amen. They don't know that. Yeah. You can try. You can make the effort. Right. But yeah. So like for you, he came in. That seed was already planted. Mm -hmm. And for me, he helped plant it. Yeah. And once it was planted, in order for it to grow, I had to let go. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. Even though it was already planted when he came in, because I'm just the type of person that I that I am, I would talk to him about everything. Like, mm. getting a consultation, like, oh, my gosh, I think this is going to be a great client. I'm going to get the proposal together. Like, what do you think about, like, the retainer? I'm thinking about this. Mm. I'm thinking about certain stuff. He had, like, he was really great with marketing. So... I, and that's the thing of where I had to get back to that point, remind myself who I was, right? Because even though it was already planted and already growing and, and, and stuff of that nature, he was bringing extra flowers to my yeah, garden. He was, he was right? bringing value. Yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and I was like, oh, man, girl, you're going to be able <laughs> to do this. Like, you know, used to having like, a <laughs> partner there, right? Low key. Yeah. And I was like, no. You, you you will you will be okay. And that's when I what did I say during that time? I said I had to oh it was something surrounding like unblocking 
my blessings. If I remember, I'll send it to you so you can like put it in the notes. Okay. Um, because I would remind, remind myself of that's what this situation was, that yeah. I had to, you know, be okay with, you know, unblocking, um, you know, blessings. Because I think that's that's what I was doing, trying to like hold on to that. It's like, girl, you were blocking a whole know. bunch of blessings <laughs> ready to like, you know, shower you. And I know that to be true because it happened. Yeah. And that's the thing. Mm. Sometimes, sometimes we are not even operating at our best, at our top, because of our immediate surroundings. Yes. And I think that's what a lot of individuals need to really think about, like, why am I stagnant right now? Like A lot of women. I know there's so much more in me. Like, yeah. what is it? Like, what is it? And so that situation, like, you know, um, just taught me a lot. Um, because I was already good, but in a way I was still dimming my light because I knew that he very much wanted to shine himself. And I'm like, well, Candace, mm-hmm. you're good. People know you up here, like you're fine. Like you can assist him in watering like, you know, his garden and helping. And it's, yeah. So it was a lot that I, I learned from that. I mean, to this day, I definitely still like heat up my leftovers in the oven. Shout out to him for that. Um, <laughs> that the food tastes better that way. Don't put it in the microwave. Um, <laughs> real talk. Um, right. I'm like, I'm going to put it in the oven. It's going to take a little extra, but it's going to be that much more good. Yes. Um, I wish I wish him the best. Like He's actually married now. And people are like, well, Candace, how do you feel? And I'm like, Good luck to her. Feel great. Yeah. Like, it's not my person. I never said he was a person. He just was not mine. And a lot of stuff started to be unmasked as we were going through this breakup that I was like, whoa, Nelly. Um, Who was this person that I was with all this time? And you're showing up like this, right? Um, And maybe that woman will never see that, right? I I don't don't know. And also, it ain't my business. And I could care less. So when people were contacting me about, oh, did you see about like, y'all, what you can do? And if you still want to be my friend is if you don't tell me man, nothing <laughs> that that man is doing. He don't have right. to be like, girl, like, what is that doing for me? Like my energy, like. And I want to say too, like in the process of letting go, you don't have to do it in a spiteful yeah. um vengeful kind of way you can completely release in love like Mm -hmm. completely like i i made it a priority to be very intentional in my process of making sure that it was a release in love Mm -hmm. because we have a child together i know you will always be a part of my life because of our child Mm -hmm. so i don't want to hurt you that's not my intent. <laughs> it's never been my intent. I don't want to yeah. hurt you. I just want to release you. That's all. Yeah. Because releasing yeah. me, because there's not alignment anymore, that means there's not alignment for you either. Yeah. So even though you may not see it, please understand there's going to be a better alignment for you, a better person for you later, yeah. even if you don't see it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of times that's the case, but you can completely do that in love. Completely. Yeah. I tried. Um, <laughs> Did you just say you tried? Yeah, I, I tried. However, I was like, one thing to me. We, we I, I will match that energy. Listen. <laughs> Look, I'm over here like, you can release in love. I tried. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's beautiful. No, really, it's. Um, I just think on the on the ladder, I I I, I did my best. Um, yeah. But there was just some stuff where I was like, "Yeah, you got the right and the wrong one." Um, um, <laughs> I can check up. Like honestly, really, and um, and that's why I was like, "Girl, you just gotta let it go." 
You just have to let it go. But he just like he just kept on with stuff, and it was just. And then it it, it grew to that. Oh, just get away! Like just annoying. Like what else? Like man, you were just so irresponsible. Like why are you still calling me about this? We're not together. Like what do you mean you can't? You know, it, it went into that of where it, it grew into just like a disgust yeah. of like, huh? And then also so during that of where it grew into that disgust, I came across a podcast, and I think the I think the young lady was actually um, going through a, going through a divorce. And she said in her episode, she had to forgive herself. Yes. She had to forgive herself. She she had to forgive, her, forgive herself for allowing herself to participate in that type of relationship. Yes. And so that never left me. So as you know, life will life and stuff will happen. And when stuff happens where I'm like, Candace, you know you're better than that. I'm like, Candace. <laughs> Where were you when you made that decision? Even mentally, like, where were you? Why did you entertain this foolery? Well, this had just happened. No excuse. This had just happened. This happened, right? And so, like, forgive yeah. yourself and say, well, yes. what do you want to pull, you know, what do you want to pull from that? Because um, there have been several things, like, you know, after that where I'm just like, girl, now you know. Why did you... <laughs> You know, participate. Your inside voice is hilarious, <laughs> girl. That's, that's me of for, forgiving myself. Yes, um, because I really feel like when certain things happen, we are um, definitely we want to just you know uh, Debbie down ourselves on a lot of things. Excuse me, and it's like one there were two people in this relationship, so I'm not wearing everything. I'm not. Yeah. Take yeah, ownership yeah. of mine. I hope eventually you would take ownership and how you're going to heal. And it was just a very interesting um, place to be, but I'm grateful for it. Um, yeah. Because and I did. It's a process. It is mm-hmm. a process. And the most important relationship you have is with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have to show kindness to yourself in the process. Give yourself grace in the process mm-hmm. and like know that you, you literally did the best you could. Like you made the best decision in that moment mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's all you got. That's all you have. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You just have to be okay. So mm-hmm. if there is someone listening and she knows that she has great potential and it just, it's not, she's not feeling it. She knows she can do better. She mm-hmm. knows it's in her for whatever reason. It's the circle. It's the relationship. It's the situation. It's the job. It's whatever. What would you tell her? I would tell her that more than likely you already know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to, try your best to become one with that, that I, I just, I am a believer. Like 90% of the time, you know why you're feeling some type of way, right? Like, why am I, why is this, why is this going on? And I do believe a lot of the times you need to, if you, if you're in that space and let's say you're like, well, no, I really don't know, like, you know, what is causing this. You need to reassess yourself. You need to take a step back. You need like a day to yourself and think about, when was the last time I felt joy? When was the last time I was just smiling, just living my life? Take yourself back to that. Okay, so what was going on? Who were you surrounded with? Was this relationship just starting? If it's you know a relationship there, um, or were you in the thick of it, but maybe some things have happened and now you're at another place within the relationship? Um, you have to you have to do some you know resetting i believe sometimes and just start writing some things down i think it's very important and i'll say this um look at your memories on like facebook even instagram it will really take you take you back and you're like wait a minute i was living la vida loca over here what is going on and you're like well y'all do have more clients which is a blessing right right (laughs) right there may be some things but 
I think it's good to take a step back and say, when was the last time I really just had joy? And I believe I'm at that point right now. I'm like, Candace, live your life. There's joy of when I share my day on Instagram for me personally, because it also holds me accountable. So all of y'all going to see every morning when I'm drinking this 12 ounce of water in the morning, when I'm going for my walk, when I'm at Hot Works, when I'm at Row House or whatever, when I'm cooking and stuff of that nature, that actually, that brings me joy. It's fun. I can look back at it. Um, so I think that's, that's what it is. Uh, like, for example, I had been feeling just a certain way. It's been a lot of movement, a lot of travel, um, you know, onboarding clients. And I'm like, I'm going to like flip my wig if I don't like get on a vacation or just start, you know, making plans to have like 48 hour, like getaways, like honestly. And so I started to do that and I was like, all right, all right, we're going to be like head down. We're going to grind it out because you're going on a vacation and you're not taking your laptop. What? Yeah. Um, that's a lot. It has to be like in a chokehold. Um, <laughs> I'm not taking my laptop on my vacation. I'm not. I'm taking like two books and that's mm-hmm. it. I'm going to book some excursions that are like more educational because I love learning yes. about history. And that's just what it is. I'm going to eat good. Um, and I'm also going to work out. Um, I'm going to be gone like an entire week. Team, what do you need so you guys can be prepared? And I'm out. And then when I get back from there, I have like two day trip. It's client wise, but still I'm going to be in NOLA. Um, planning on maybe doing Detroit for Afro Beats, hitting up Jacksonville, maybe Chicago in July. Like just planning that, that was bringing joy because those are things that I can look forward to. So I say all that to say is that to this individual is that a lot of times you need to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself and say, self, what is going on? Like, are you stressed? Or do you find yourself talking about the same thing with the same person? And here's the thing. Once you are starting to identify it, the real horse pill to swallow is how are you going to address it? If you are saying that, you know, well, six months ago, this happened in this relationship, whether it's, you know, an intimate relationship or like a friendship, well, you may need to like, leave that alone. You may need to go the other way and just, and be okay with that. You you have to take care of yourself. Like, you like yourself. (laughs) And you know what? I'm laughing, but it's, it's such a simple question that has such deep meaning, such deep meaning. So like Candace, girl, where can people find you? What's like coming up for you? Let us know how we can connect with you. Definitely um, at Candace Nicole PR, C-A-N-D-I-C-E, uh, Nicole PR. You can even want to follow me like on my personal page. That's fine. It's the Candace Nicole, T-H-E-E. Candice Nicole with an I. Um, of course, over there, you'll see my cooking. You'll see, like, you know, the workouts <laughs> and when I'm in the streets, you know, just being a human, right? Um, <laughs> a whole and, human. <laughs> and enjoying myself, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, self-care, my massages and, and everything of the sort. Like, you know, you'll you'll see that. I love to light candles. Uh, but if you want business, of course, definitely follow us, you know, Candace Nicole PR. I sometimes will pop certain things up in the stories over there um, that are like more more personal. Um, but yeah, ask yourself again, like, do you like yourself? And I'll say this. I'm probably like 80 percent, like 85 percent there. And I say that because I know there is certain things and it's really surrounding just like weight loss that I want to work on. And I feel like once I get back in in rhythm with that, it's going to go up to 100%. Why? Because I know that I'm being intentional about changing that about myself, right? But for the most part, I'm good. I spray my room spray at night, my eucalyptus spearmint on my bedding. And I'll be laid up there watching Netflix like, you know what? This is not too bad. This is good. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Candace, for joining me today. 
This was absolutely amazing. I think we're probably going to have part two when time permits after all of your vacation and just resetting and everything. And um, again, we appreciate you, girl. You know, I love you. I love you so much. And I'm so very proud of you. I love conversations like this, though. It's so important to like hear behind the scenes, but just hearing about the people that you follow or you hold in high regard, like, you know, just how they move with business of learning about their personal side, because everyone has a story. Yes, yes. And oftentimes I have identified that your personal life mirrors your professional life. So when you do not address the things that are in the personal life, it Uh just bleeds in, especially for entrepreneurs. It's like the place where God, (laughs) entrepreneurship is the place where God be like, oh, I can get you by myself. Like you're there and you just got to work on it. You don't have no other choice. You just got to work on it. So like, I agree with you and I'm, I'm grateful for you and our friendship. And I'm so proud of you and all of your growth Mm -hmm. and to everyone who is listening, please do go follow Candace Nicole everywhere. Like her knowledge is truly, truly amazing. And, um, We look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Azar Mindset Podcast. And remember that whatever you are going through, it does have a purpose, right? Even the hard, icky stuff. So it's all okay. It's all okay. Go through your process because the only way through it is through it. And as you go through it, you'll heal through it. And then you thrive through it. Okay, and we will see you in the next episode. All right. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of the Azar Mindset Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to stay connected and in the know of all upcoming inspiring conversations with Altamese Nicole and inspiring women from all around the world. Until next time, stay soft and fearless, queen.